1: And I'm Claire Kimball.
0: It's Wednesday, the 4th of April. In your squiz today, Trump goes to court, a footy star's found guilty, a rate rise reprieve, and excellent Easter eggs. This is your squiz today. Claire, former US President Donald Trump has been arrested and arraigned in Manhattan. That's the court hearing when someone is formally presented with the charges against them and they deliver a plea. The charges against him have also been unsealed and it's the first time Trump and the public have heard what he's been accused of by prosecutors.
1: So he's facing 34 felony charges. Uh, They relate to claims of business fraud after hush money payments were made to an adult film actress named Stormy Daniels in 2016. A felony is a crime punishable by a prison term of one year or more. There were lots of questions about whether they would be felony charges or misdemeanours, which doesn't carry that prison element. Mm. Um, He's entered a plea of not guilty to those charges. The TV cameras weren't allowed in to broadcast proceedings, but five still photographers were given access. So we'll see more of those come through today. Uh, And there's glimpses of him already in the corridors of the Manhattan courthouse, looking very stony faced.
0: So we now know what he's been accused of, but analysts say they expect Trump's legal team to follow the same playbook regardless of what the details are. That is, Trump's team is to delay proceedings at every turn.
1: And when you've got the resources of someone like Donald Trump, you can probably afford to pay a bunch of (laughs) lawyers to do that for you. Uh, But regardless of the tactics, the criminal case won't be a quick run thing. Uh, It now enters a pre-trial limbo and there's a scenario where it goes to trial in more than a year's time, which would be slap bang middle in that presidential election campaign. And Trump, of course, has made it clear that he's pursuing his bid to be the Republican candidate at that election, which will be in November next year.
0: There's a lot to shake out in that race to be the candidate, but so far Trump is the leading one for the Republican nomination. As for what's next, Trump's expected to fly home to Florida and says he'll deliver a public statement mid-today our time. Former NRL player Jared Hayne was found guilty of sexual assault by a jury in the New South Wales District Court yesterday after they deliberated for more than a week, Claire. It brings an end to the third trial that's focused on the allegations against the 35-year-old.
1: Yeah, this has been going on for several years now. So just to recap, Hain was accused of assaulting a woman in Newcastle after the NRL Grand Final in 2018. She hasn't been named, but she met Hain on Instagram and after some racy messaging, he came to her home, but she maintains that she didn't consent to sexual activity. This has been in the court for quite a long time the first trial ended in a mistrial the second trial ended in a guilty verdict for hayne and he went to prison but he was allowed out after an appeal so this is the second time that he's been found guilty in this third trial uh, and during it he continued his defense that the encounter was consensual despite her incurring injuries that made her genitals bleed
0: yeah and for his part he said he's devastated by yesterday's verdict and will keep standing for the truth. That was his words. His team is set to appeal the verdict and he was allowed to return home ahead of another hearing on Thursday. A sentencing hearing will be held in the coming weeks. We spoke about this yesterday, Claire, and there were probably a few sighs of relief when the Reserve Bank came out of its monthly meeting in the afternoon. It's decided to hold the cash rate steady at 3.6%, which means that we won't see any interest rate rises this
1: month. Yeah, it's notable because it's the first time the Reserve Bank has paused rate rises since May last year, Mm. and Governor Philip Lowe says that they want to wait and see how the economy fares this month. There's early signs that's showing that the previous rate hikes are doing what they're meant to do by bringing inflation down which is exactly what the Reserve Bank wants and what Lowe also said is that the economy was facing considerable uncertainty uh, that of course is following recent concerns about the global banking system
0: and although we've been spared this month Lowe says that future hikes might be necessary to bring inflation back down to the rBA's target range which is two to three percent And if you want more insight into all of this, Lowe will address the National Press Club this afternoon. It's certainly not the first time we've mentioned this and I doubt it will be the last, Claire. TikTok's back in the headlines because the Aussie government has issued a ban on the social media app on all government devices. It's a step up from some of the bans that particular federal and state departments had put in place, and it comes after similar government-wide bans in other Western countries.
1: Yeah, and this, of course, is all to do with security. The main concern is that the Chinese-owned company behind TikTok uh, and questions about what it does with user data and particularly whether the Chinese government can access it. TikTok has gone to great lengths to answer those questions, but many governments, including ours, still aren't satisfied. And Attorney General Mark Dreyfus yesterday issued that ban. He says that it will come into effect as soon as practicable.
0: Yeah. And he says that exemptions will only be granted on a case-by-case basis and with what he calls appropriate security mitigations in place. TikTok's boss in Australia is a man named Lee Hunter. He says he hasn't heard from the government and he called the decision extremely disappointing and driven by politics and not by fact. Claire, I'm a verified chocolate addict, so this roundup (laughs) is good for me. The Good Food team has put together a ranking of everyone's favourite classic Easter eggs. They say that they've rated them from sickly to sensational.
1: And things like taste and texture and value for money were all considered. And at the bottom of the basket was the divisive Cadbury cream egg. We've spoken (laughs) about that one before. Uh, It's either one that you love or hate and it's down the list, particularly because of its filling to chocolate ratio, which really does seem to get people to uh, The Gold Lint Bunny, uh, which is, I've always thought, quite fancy, but it actually only scored a mid-tier spot. Uh, that'll probably make a few people grumble. Uh, and Alice, I was a bit shocked to see the Red Tulip Elegant Rabbit in the number four spot. It's an icon for sure, uh, but there are plenty of other chocolates that I'd prefer. Let's just say that.
0: Yeah, probably a bit of nostalgia went into that one. Mm. And I've got a bit of essay pride here, Claire. The Hague's milk chocolate bilby was crowned the winner. It got points for the chocolate's raisiny multi notes, as they say, and there's a good reason to indulge in it because part proceeds go to the conservation of the endangered Aussie bilby. I'll pop the link to the entire ranking in the episode notes, given its importance this week. Squeeze the day, Claire. I noticed that today is the International Day of Conscience. It was created by the UN and it's all to do with promoting a culture of peace in the international community, which is probably not a bad thing at the moment.
1: Hmm, it's all very Zen-like of you, Alice. <laughs> I have to ask you if everything's okay. <laughs> but, yeah, look, also a quick reminder from me about our latest episode of How Far We've Come. That's out. It's part of that six-part financial history podcast that we've been working on with NGS Super.
0: Yeah, you can find that one in your Squiz Today podcast feed now. Have a great day and we'll be back in your ears tomorrow.